Oh my gosh, you guys are in such a great treat. I am your host, Camille, and this is the E-Spot, and I cannot wait for you guys to meet my guest today. He is Ian Vaughn, and he is amazing. He's a singer, he's a songwriter, and you don't need to hear my voice. You need to hear his. He's got a new album coming soon. And I just realized I might have mispronounced your name because I have an Ivan this week too. So it's like Ian. Oh yeah, Ian. Ian, and I said Ian. That's all right. I, look, sorry I'm, about that. I've gotten that my whole life. Yes, oh really? It's Ian. Okay, so sorry about that. Love. Welcome to the eSpot and happy belated birthday! Thank you so much for being my guest. How's everything going for you? Everything's going great. I'm just like I'm literally having. I'm still on the high from this awesome birthday party I had Saturday night. Um, my party, my birthday was actually on Sunday, so Father's Day and uh, my birthday celebrated Saturday. So I've just, I've just been on this high vibration, honestly, since um, since probably Friday. So just, it's been feeling good. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit more about this party. Oh, a lot of us haven't been able to have parties, so I'm a little jealous. Yeah. So it was low key. You know, it wasn't like I, you know, obviously it's my 40th, so I was planning this up really, really big, but obviously COVID kind of detoured that plan. So, um, you know, Saturday night, it was like a little private, small family gathering. And, you know, it ended up being close to people, which was, you know, it's not a whole lot of people, but it was the perfect amount of that space. And uh, it was just amazing, man. So it was just like a, a great expression of black excellence. And, you know, all of my, a lot of my close friends and family, everyone couldn't come. Everyone wasn't, you know, I couldn't invite everyone because of that, but uh, because of COVID. But it was really, it was a beautiful night, man. I just, I, I'm still high from it. It's beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, just to have so many people giving love and sharing love and especially on your birthday and it's Father's Day. So it, that's pretty awesome. Um, pictures and videos soon. I had a uh, uh, shout out to uh, Alex uh, from A1 Media. Had him come shoot the party, videoing uh, and, and uh, photography. So you, you, I'll post it soon. Okay. Well, I want to make sure I post a uh, shout out to Alex at A One. Yeah, I'm I actually know who did it. I've talked about it a few times because he he shot the music video. He did. He's been doing all the marketing, so it's been good. So since you brought up music video, let's kind of start backwards a little bit because you have a new music video getting ready to come out, but you have a new single. Can you tell us a little bit about how? that single came about or even what we can expect for your new album that should be dropping, I guess, soon. You can give us more details. Yeah. So, um, this album is something I've been working on for the last few years. So, I mean, most of you guys who don't know me, uh, I'm an independent artist. I'm from Louisiana. Um, and I've been in the business, you know, over 20 years, you know, um, it's like, I'm, I'm like the guy that's been behind the scenes that, a lot of your favorite artists have, have, I've worked with, or I've been, you know, on tour with, or in whatever one way or another, uh, just been in the in the mix. And um, as an indie artist, obviously, I haven't had that the reach that the artists that I've worked with or been around on these major labels have had. But nonetheless, you know, I've been doing this for a very long time, so it's not like uh, I'm not I'm not new to this. I'm true. Yeah, to as they say. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that, but you said it, so perfect. <laughs> now. So for the new song, what can we expect for, what can we expect on this album? What's going on with this? How, what was the oh, inspiration 
that. Yeah, so the album's called Love and Loss. Um, it's been six years since I actually put out an album. So my last album was called Love, Love Songs, Beats and Guitars. Um, that was six years ago. They didn't really sing that long ago, but I went through so much since that, in that six year period. I went through a divorce. Um, I was in another relationship that was very serious and that ended up breaking up. And all these songs were birthed from, you know, the, the, the happiness and the pain of the breakup of this, of all of this I was going through emotionally. And, uh, you know, I've been writing these songs and, you know, sometimes the best songs that I write or a lot, a lot of writers would probably agree, they come out of pain. Um, and this, this project illustrates a lot of that. And also, you know, it illustrates, you know, reconciliation and how it can be when things are clicking, you know what I'm saying? So I'm telling a story of, um, of love and loss of that process. And then at the end of it, you know, it can be, it can be a great experience and it doesn't have, it doesn't mean it had to be forever. It just, once you look at it and you look at the growth from me, you're like, wow, that was a great love experience. So that's what this album, it's a story it tells. So it's like 14 tracks on the album, but you know, this is such a microwave culture. I'm going to release it in phases. So um, the first single, Us Against the World, um, in about 30 days, I'm going to release Love and Loss episode one. So that's going to have like four songs on it. And then about 30, 40 days after that, episode two is going to drop, uh, subsequent episode three and four. So, uh, yeah, so I got, I got something in store for, for the public. exciting. So is it with like a different theme where this is the, um, your marriage falling apart and then falling in love again, or is that the way it kind of progresses in like chronological no. order or just like all sad songs, all happy no, songs? No, pretty, it's not, it's not a sad, sad but. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a sad album. There's some songs that kind of talks about, you know, from my perspective of what I felt like I could do better um, after after searching myself, like, wow, I know what to do next time. So it's a number of different things. There's some fun stuff songs on the album. Um, there's some, you know, some just generally sexy songs on the album. Um, there's some just classic love songs on the album. Uh, and uh, there's some, like, swagged out music on there. It's, 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 a, nice, it's a nice combination of... Uh, of, of love songs. Oh, that's great. I think there, with everything going on, we definitely need more love songs and just something to kind of hold on to and look forward to that's more positive with every, not no COVID doubt. positive, and, but you know, positive in that matter. And I actually am going to show a little bit of a clip for um, your, um, it's not a clip, it's just play a little bit of your music. Oh, not that one. Um, <laughs> I'll pull it up little bit of one of your songs gotta share the screen since it won't let me share from facebook so just bear with me no worries I, now it's acting like it's not working okay forget it we'll just do one of your old songs from six years ago okay so they like can get an idea of how you sound it's actually because i was kind of rushing and it was just, I realized after the fact that it's not one of your original songs but it's you singing one of Alicia Keys songs oh oh so okay we'll play it it's cool is that good is there a song that you prefer because I can get it really yeah. quickly too well, how about play we've got oh well hold on yeah play we've got okay everyone's on that album shout out to my cousin Trayvon we put that record together shout out to Fight Ren um these are my brothers, and uh, you know this. That album was really special to me, also, um, and highly slept on album. But 
like people who are just finding out about me, they're like, oh my God, like, what was this? You know, I'm just, I'm an R&B artist that's just true to the culture, you know? Well, you know what? Actually, we'll play the new one after all, because now it's popped up, because YouTube's been acting really weird with me lately, where I, it's wants to keep showing me the oldest to newest. Gotcha. So gotcha. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm rushing. I can't do it now. So sorry about that, because <sighs> too many Zooms in one day. A lot going on. Imagine. Yeah, well, but I just love this song, and I really want to make sure people hear. It's about a, a full song, but it's not the full video. So the but the video is dropping soon, ladies yes. and gentlemen. You're definitely going to want to watch it. Yes. If you watch that's... the E spot, you'll see someone else in it that's been on the E spot. Little teaser there. and just with everything going on I can't you know it's that it's, it's like the perfect love song in that sense where it's you and your partner and against right. everything that's going on whether it's COVID or the Black Lives Matter movement or just in general right. just outside forces trying to wreck happy relationships so right that's right you know it's it's funny it's like um, well shout out to my boy Sterling Gabriel right yeah. so Sterling gave me this song. Um, he brought it to me and of course I had to put my sauce on it, but he brought it to me and I've worked with him for years and, uh, you know, we have a team of guys that I work with. So Sterling Gabriel, Sean George, um, uh, Circle Music Group, we, um, you know, we had this kinship when it comes to creating music and Sterling brought this one to me and 
it's, it was just, it was special, you know? So, and it fit right along with what I was writing and everything I was feeling. And uh, so we knocked this record out. And uh, shout out to my brother, Chip Dixon. Uh, he's a super producer out of Detroit, Michigan. Um, he laced that track for me. Um, so, you know, we I just kind of like reached out to my friends and we just, you know, that's pretty much how I do all my music. I have a team of guys that's just incredible. And we all pitch in and, you know, that's so I can't I can't take all the credit. You know? <laughs> no, I love that. I mean, you have your own entourage, but you guys work together so seamlessly. So let's go back a little bit since we kind of started from the, uh, I guess, the present. Tell us how you got your start in music. And I actually have some questions. and I promise I will answer those towards the end just to make sure we get my questions in before I forget. <laughs> but how did you get started? So, um just in music generally, my whole family are singers and musicians. So um, I grew up in the church. That's the traditional thing, right? So um, everybody's either in ministry or they're in music. And uh, both my brothers are singers. My sister sings as well, but she doesn't do it professionally, but she has an amazing voice. Um, and all of my cousins. So growing up, we were singing in church in this church choirs. And um, like that Clark Sisters movie that, that came out a few months ago. Right. Uh, that, we grew up in that in that type of environment. So um, my mother actually sang in Maddie Moss's choir. Um, we were a part of that that type of hierarchy um, in music. And, um, you know, just throughout the years, was always singing in front of a, a uh, you know, a congregation or an audience. And um, my first professional thing I did was when I was 13 years old, I recorded uh, on an uh, album on Warner Brothers. It was a Zydeco album. That, that me and my younger brother and some other cousins and some other kids we all did. Um, they, it was kind of like this kid album that they wanted to do. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, if you Google my name, my my government name, <laughs> you'll see that album. And wait, uh, what's your government name? How are we supposed to Google that? I, well, <laughs> well, Ian Vaughn is my first and middle name, so that's what okay. I. But uh, it's not that important. It's out there. Okay. So that album. We did, I was 12 or 13 years old. That was the first time I actually had been in a recording studio. And we actually recorded it out in Lafayette, Louisiana. I remember this mansion uh, with this amazing studio and like Elvis Presley had recorded there, Dolly Parton, like all these, uh, these legendary artists had recorded there. And I got the real bug to really want to do it professionally at, after having that experience. Now. I had singing choirs and my family, we had a singing group and we had toured, you know, all over the place. And at that point, you know, being a guy, a church kid, I loved R&B music, you know, so I was like a big New Edition fan, big Boys to Men and Jodeci fan, um, Brian McKnight and, and Joe, guys like that. So I was a student of those guys all that time. So and I felt a kinship again to them because I, they, their stories were very similar to mine. Um, and, um, that's, that's what really got me into music. So in high school, um, I ended up, some, my, one of my cousins and one of my best friends, we started a singing group, uh, called the untouchables. Now, uh, <laughs> we sang at all the talent shows and we were singing to the girls, you know, that's, a, you know, doing all that. And, um, it was four of us originally, one of them graduated, uh, Marcus graduated before the rest of us. So, um, we ended up being just the three of us. So we changed our name to us three. And from 98, uh, something like 97, 98 to 2004, um, we were like 
regional phenoms. Like legit. we were we were doing shows with Destiny's Child, uh, Jack, uh, Joe, um, Heather. He- I mean, uh, every Carl Thomas New Edition. There's so many artists that we we did shows with. And um, every time there was someone coming in the region, we were like the band that they always wanted to, um, to book. So we were kind of like a new school Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm. And we were pretty dope. We did an album. And again, at this point, we're like really ingrained in the game. And um, we're just trying to get, you know, just trying to really get that, get that extra bump. So we're getting a lot of national and international attention. This is before social media. So um, when I think, uh, we always talk about, man, had we stayed together like a few years longer, we would have been like crazy huge. And I'm like, you know, cool. But that was just a part of our transition. You know, I I left that group um, in 05 and I went solo. And from then, I've just been putting out albums since then. So I put out uh, my first solo album was actually a gospel record. Um, I worked with Jay Moss um, on that album. I worked with um, Antonio Neal. I worked with Chips Dixon. Um, a lot of big, a lot of big guys in the gospel music industry, and um, uh, that catapulted me to, you know, wanting to do another R and B album. Fast forward to uh, my last album, and here we are. Now, what was it like touring with all these huge stars, and also knowing that maybe during those tours, at such a young age, were you ever thinking? Oh, this is gonna. Be, we're gonna be next. I mean, you said that, but like, what did that feel like being on stage and just hearing all that applause and support? Oh, I mean, it's a it's a high like none other. Um, I dropped out of college at that time. I was like, it's going down. You know, we, we thought we thought it was up. You know, we went to we've been back and forth to New York and label meetings and everything else, and we just never um, some of the uh, affiliations we had and some other things that we were working with kind of impeded on us signing some of the deals that were, that was that was some opportunities that came my way. Nonetheless, um, it was a great experience. And the reality is even my local fan base that I have like in the South and well, really all around the world, a lot of that came from that, you know? So um, I learned so much and even we were independent. So we were getting a lot of uh, tips from these professional, these, well, we, we were pros, but from all these people in the majors major labels and we were learning all these different tricks of the trade and et cetera. So we applied that to our independent stuff. And so people thought we were on a major label because we had all of this, this, you know, this extra, we sounded better than everybody else who was considered local or, uh, or indie. Um, we were, we had an extra level of polish and um, that we learned from that experience. And I take, I've taken that with me. And I mean, um, I mean, I so many artists, I, I failed to name. I mean, John B. Yeah. Is, I was trying to go from your EPK and, and post it in there, but Facebook made it look like question marks. I was like, ah, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> the bullets or whatever it turned into question marks. Yeah. I'm like, I can't win. But with Joe, Carl Thomas, John B., Montel Jordan, Jagged yeah. Edge, David Holster, Destiny's Child, and they recorded in studios and top in, um, industry and Grammy Award winning producers like Derek DOA Allen, who's worked with Tyrese and so many others. Venti Wren is on here who worked with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. And so V-E-I-T. So this oh, okay. is Sorry. you see there are people I when I went solo, these are people I met in relationships that I, I've, I've garnered. And I still work with those guys today. So uh, I work with DOA. I work with Fight. I work with Derek, Derek Harvin. As a matter of fact, uh, episode one of the album that whole phase uh, Derek, Derek Harvin and I did together. 
So it's phases. I work with different producers on it as well. So Derek and I started the process on the album, and he's worked with uh, everyone. So, uh, you know, we got, we got some really good music that I feel like the people are going to hear it. And what most people do, they, when they hear my music, they're like, uh, man, like, you just sound like you've been around a long time. And I'm like, it's because I have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you grew up in it. Like, since you were three, you've been performing or singing with your church group or family. And I'm sure, like, every Black family, it was temp- when any family gathering, the kids had to entertain. No doubt. So. No doubt. We were, my brothers and I, like, we, our family, so musical, yeah. we sing happy birthday on key. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, there's a key to it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. He was like, hey, everybody. Yo. No, we yeah. sing happy birthday on key. Like, I mean, we sing commercials. When we were kids, we sing all the, you know, every commercial, you know, we sing all, oh. all the songs and harmony, four part harmony, crazy stuff, you know. Um, my kids don't have that. <laughs> but, ouch. What, yeah. They could grow into it. Lessons. <laughs> You're well, like, it's, nah. it's just like, it's the environment. You know, when we were growing up, music was everywhere. And, you know, think about it. Like, even the cartoons back then had an amazing theme song. You know, uh, music was just in the, in the fabric of the 80s and 90s in a way that I don't know that these kids today are going to get it the same way. They're very talented. Not, not quite the same. You know, I mean, we were really lucky because we had very soulful singers, too, and they were singing from their heart. And I'm not taking it away from any of the current singers, but it was you could feel what they were saying, like their emotions were in the song and they weren't so like they painted a picture with it. You know, That's- I just think about it's just because it's on top of my head, like Brick House. It wasn't it wasn't so like I'm going to get her in the bed. I'm going to do this to her. I'm going to do that. You know, it's more like I don't know what he's singing about, but I like it. <laughs> Descriptive, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Writing was, you know, we were challenged to write better, um, to be, you know, to tell a story. I remember um, this uh, writing class I went to back in the day, and they were talking about when you write a song or when you write anything, you know, describe this, describe the, the this tree, you know, and then you know you say the tree is brown, has green leaves, but then you go back and they say, okay, now look at it and go and go deeper. And then you'd say, you know, uh, the tree swayed in the wind to the left with this other feeling that, that you know, um, it had red bark underneath this, you know, you, you get more descriptive and now the person can see it and they can almost feel it. They actually, you, you're actually putting them in that place. So as a writer, um, you know, I learned little, little tricks like that to be more descriptive in writing to make you feel a song, like even listening to Us Against the World, you can, you can, I'm breaking these little things down in the song and you can actually, you know, every guy can say, man, real talk. I dropped that single on Friday and I probably received maybe a hundred something messages from guys saying, yo, I was, I've been fighting with my girl and I'm hearing you say this and I just, I'm using that line next time I talk to my girl. Like, you know what I'm Wait, saying? Like, so they're plagiarizing the, the girl back? Whatever works, dude. That's love it. We don't care who wrote it originally. We just oh, love yeah. getting talked to nicely. Or <laughs> yeah, make it work for you. It was funny that you bring that up for my cousin. In high school, he would have me always write his love notes to his girlfriends for him whenever he got in trouble and I was using songs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But I was, with some thesaurus help. <laughs> yeah. So 
I just have to um, mention, because I just, I love everything that you're doing, and I like that you're being so open about how your process as well. Are there any tips that you would give for some of these Indies artists? Because for you to have the same, or for people to think you're just as polished as some of these big brands who have an entire machine working behind them, that's huge. Sure. You know, I think, um, well, for one, it's for me, I mean, experience taught me that, you know, so I listen, when I listen back to my records I did 10 plus years ago, you know, at that time they were good. They were really good, but I'm always challenging myself to be better. Like I'm like, oh, that was good. But I, some of it I can't even listen to. I'm like, I didn't like the way I mixed that record. I didn't like the sounds we used. We could have done this better. And uh, like, there's some songs that I wrote uh, that I feel like are some of the best songs ever that I just didn't feel like I did justice to. Right. So if I didn't do justice to them, then you didn't receive them in the same way that I, you know, I know I knew I was missing something. I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to that. So I think for indie artists, the main thing is quality, you know, making sure that you invest in quality, um, that you invest in your craft. You know, uh, I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a guitar player. I, I mean, my whole team, like really, I have a, so many incredible, incredible musicians around me as well. Um, I'm from Louisiana and we have some of the dopest musicians on the planet right here that no one's ever heard of, you know, um, that's super, super dope, you know? So, you know, if you, if you dig deep enough, um, you'll find some of them, but most of those guys I'm even referring to, they've never put out an album. They've never put out anything. They just, but you'll go to a local club, a local bar and they're killing it, you know? So it's, it's just one of those things. So I think just, you know, quality is most important. Just focus on that. And if you don't have that, find it. You know, and find someone to kind of partner with to help you elevate. That's very great tips. I hope you guys are taking notes. Now, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, with Black Lives Matter, just in general, just the world just seems to be so chaotic. Are you finding that you're writing songs or just being inspired to kind of share from an artist perspective what you would like to see happen? Or is it going to have any reflection you think on your music coming uh, going forward as well? Yeah, sure. Um, ironically, I'm very, very in tune with, with this. So uh, my dad was a, a civil rights activist growing up. Um, so I'm very connected to that. Um, you know, I get so angry when I have these conversations with different people who are pushing pushing back at the pro at progress, you know, um, as, as a musician. So I, I'm, I'm on, on both sides of it. I, I feel it as a creative. I, as a personality, I'm an empath, so I feel that energy and it affects me and I kind of wear it, you know. Um, I've written a bunch of songs that are inspirational and uplifting records, honestly, over the years. Uh, one of the first ones that's coming up real soon, I've actually uh, been working with my boy Israel Martin, uh, super dope producer, up and coming. Um, we did this record called We Matter. I wrote this song, actually in 2016 when Alton Sterling died. He's from Baton Rouge. Um, I didn't know Sterling, but it was it, that, that you know, that uh, killing, uh, that murder uh, from those guys, from those cops, it weighed so heavy, obviously on the nation, but it was such a, such a concentrated thing here in, here in uh, my hometown. And I wrote that song then. And um, we just actually more recently produced it is incredible so that's going to be coming soon as well it's not on this album because it's not a part of that this album story but i'll be well really soon i'm looking forward to that and since yeah. you brought up that your father's a civil rights 
or um, worked on the silhouette. How does he feel about it? Have you guys had a conversation? Like, what does he think about yeah. all of this? It's so weird that we're still fighting for the same things. Fighting, stop fighting for the same things. In the 80s, my dad, my dad did a book called um, uh, The Black Man uh, in the Endangered Species. And I remember, like, he used to talk about it all the time. Um, it was like this little pamphlet back in the back in I was a kid and he would talk about it all the time and I didn't really grasp what he was really what he was talking about but I thought about that just the title alone and of course the older I got in different uh situations that I encountered with police um just in, just in racism being from the deep south in general you know you feel these things and you recognize these things in ways that uh a lot of you know that other people just you know our I guess our counterparts would never truly understand you know um so you know, this is this this thing is more or less it's a black versus racism thing, not necessarily a black versus white thing. Um, so you have a lot of racism, obviously, on the on that side, but racism is across the board, across the spectrum. So it's a it's just a matter of changing the heart, changing the mind, uh, understanding, uh, coming to a place of uh, of, uh, you know, being able to truly communicate and listen to one another and learn because uh, this generation's, you know, I'm referring to our counterparts. They like to talk, they like to say um, that they didn't own slaves or they didn't do this or they, it's not them. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll ask a question as simple as, you know, what was your, what does your great grandfather do for a living? And they'll say, oh, my great grandfather was, you know, a doctor. And I'm like, okay, what was your grandfather? Oh, he was this. And then what was your dad? Cool. And I say, you know, what my great grandfather was, he was born a slave. And they're like, what? I'm like, that's not that far away. You know, my grandfather's dad was born a slave, you know. So, and I believe he was about 10 years old when, during the emancipation. You know, so when I think about that, that's right here. That's just, you know, that's right here. Our parents grew up in the civil rights era. You know, so this is still a very, very current issue that's never truly been, um, been addressed. You know, even here in Louisiana, just the other day, um, uh, you know, it's made national news. Uh, Gary Chambers uh, from Baton Rouge, yes. he's gone crazy. Yeah. Known Gary since he was five years old. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, so <laughs> we we went to the same church, and um, he, uh, you know, he is addressing the issues that we face right here. They just, you know, my daughter goes to that school, Lee High School. You know, oh, wow. my daughter goes to that school. So um, I they're, hope they change the name for sure. Well, well, they they did win, so they're going to be. Changed. Yeah, so they're right now everybody's uh, putting in bids to. And I hope Connie quits. Was it Connie? <laughs> she she posted yesterday. She ain't going nowhere. But Connie, get, oh. get out of here, Connie. Get out of here. Well, hopefully, she's up for re-election, and someone will take her place that actually cares and won't be shopping on the job. We got a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of work to do. It's the importance of voting on local elections and not just waiting for the presidentials, because that's how Absolutely. we get rid of people like Connie and. One thing I wanted to bring up, I thought with, because my father was also involved in the civil rights movement. And one thing that he kind of gave me some hope about is that it was so different when he was fighting, because there might've been a sp sprinkles here and there of people other than black people working with them against racism and the Jim Crow laws and trying to get um, voters or for blacks to be able to vote during in the South. Yeah. As opposed to now, it seems to be all ages, all races, they're all involved and they're actually doing the work as well and not just posting boxes and hashtags, which is no, nice. Absolutely. It's, I hate the name drop, but one of like one of my best friends is Van Lathan um, from formerly from TMZ. Right. So that's like, 
That's that's we, we're brothers. Yeah, Red Pill, exactly. Red He's Pill Marcus. Yeah, I love him. He's the one that dogged out Kanye West for the slave I, comment. Absolutely. So I brought him up, uh, and I, if he sees this, he could be like, oh, you know, nah. well, but, please be on the show next. Just kidding. <laughs> I brought him up yeah. really like him. I'm thinking about Gary, and I'm thinking about the fire, you know, um, that people from Baton Rouge have. Um, it's a lot of very, very intelligent, you know, young black men, black women, um, really doing the work. Um, and even some of us that are not specifically working in that space, we're still dealing with it in our own ways on an everyday basis that are very educated in all of these facets. And we have a very, we have a fire that we'll, we'll speak up about it when we see it, you know, and that's why you, when you saw Gary do that and you saw a band react that way, that's, that's, that's how people in Baton Rouge function. That's how we think, you know, so it's a, we're, we are, we're tenacious, you know, uh, and we're not pushovers at all. So a lot of people are like, Oh, y'all from the South, whatever. Y'all some old Bama ass, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, Nah, it ain't, you know, it ain't, it ain't that. We have some, you know, we, we're a multicultural, um, you know, gumbo, if you will, uh, you know, flavor of, of people that all have a real heart for expansion and progression. No, I love it. I'm, I'm glad to know that you're so involved with this because I didn't know, I mean, it's not in your EPK, but it's good to hear these things because I think artists are, can really move a society forward, you know, as far as like, the different kind of music we listen to, the kind of movies we watch, it can really change the narrative. It can really encourage people. And your music is so beautiful and just loving and caring. And I, I'm but excited to see and hear everything that you have coming. That I'm, I'm just to touch on that one second. Mm -hmm. That is so important to me in terms of subject matter, what I'm talking about, what I'm singing about, because I believe that music specifically functions at a higher frequency than everything. And, you know, if you're putting out a, a frequency that lifts the spirit, makes people want to do better, be better, love, um, then you're going to have a culture that that flows in that capacity. But if you have a, if you if you're only perpetuating this other frequency, even in music, because it's that powerful, that's always negative, then you're going to function at a lower frequency. You know, so the higher the vibration, the better things will be. Um, so I consciously. You know, it's even it's difficult for me to even write anything that, you know, that dark because it's just not in me. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not in me. So I try to I, I want to change the narrative again. I'm a student of Stevie Wonder. I'm a student of Michael Jackson. I'm a student of, you know, of Brian McKnight and Joe and Boyz II Men and all these guys. So in uh, the Winans and Commission, like I'm a student of these guys. So I apply all of that with what I do. And hey, look, make love, not war. Peace, brother, peace. Because I was thinking, like, with Marvin Gaye, the music he was making, and just even with James Brown, like, it yeah. made us proud of who we were and also that we need to love each other. My brother, brother, you know, all of that. And so you have that kind of voice that could really change that narrative and hopefully yeah. encourage us to Thank love you. each other more. And I, I'm so excited. All right, let me go ahead and get to the questions before they revolt against me, speaking of. <laughs> so, um, well, you have a lot of love in here. So you... I don't even want to mess up the name because I thought it was Eugene, but it's Eugere Robinson. Oh, what's up? Okay, what's up, girl? She's yeah. like, Ian, I'm ready uh, for it, the new album, and I will always love you, she also wrote. Um, that's, like, that's like my, that was my 
big single off my last album. So awesome. Ah, okay. Um, let's go, bro. They're not ready from Chris Price, but they're about to get ready. Us against the world out now on all streaming platforms. Yeah. Chris I is love your support system. Amazing incredible vocalist. Well, they love the song, A.V. Parker, from the little bit that I shared of Us Against the World. And I'll play the rest of it towards the end um, once I sign off as well. Um, I'm hearing that you have a dope background vocalist who goes by C. Price. How did that relationship formulate? That's my guy, man. So and his name is Chris Price Sr. That's just his name. Isn't that like a superstar name? Uh, he has an incredible voice. Um, we met back um you know actually we met close to 10 years ago and uh more recently is when he actually came on board and became a part of my team in terms of making music with me so um i had you know i'm a i'm like this guy that i go in my own space no one knows what i'm doing i'm like i reach out to certain people and then i just do a presentation they're like oh my god like what you been doing you know so i was um when i did the album back in november i had an album listening party and uh right before i did that i called chris like, yo, man, I would love for you to, you know, come on board and help me perform these songs or whatever. So we just, you know, we've known each other for some time, but we really started working together about seven, eight months ago. And uh, that's my bro. He's super dope. I love that you keep the, your good people around you because a good team makes all the difference. Difference. Uh, oh, yeah. So I also have make the me video link in the comments. They all make me look and sound better. Right, right. Um, my my mom, Olivia Von Gatewood. She's also saying beautiful voice. Um, Bonnie Alford, such amazing, God given talent. Which we have to bring up that your cousin is also my, uh, Micah Stanley. Yeah, Micah, that's my cousin. Yeah, so uh, that's what runs in the family. Micah's not distant cousin. Micah's like my cousin. You know, <laughs> Micah's like a big brother for real. Oh, uh, nice. I got mad last my boy. I, we were just mess. He was just messing with me the other day about my album. I think he posted somewhere on one of my social media pages. So he always, uh, yeah. That's always good to get support like that from family as well. Sure. And ha and I, from reading some of your bios, I remember there was like you were a little bit scared about doing secular music from such a strong, I guess, gospel family or gospel driven music family. Scared to do it. Uh, in the family though, it was taboo, right? So I mean. Right. I it was taboo to do secular music. And uh, I don't feel like I do secular music. I feel like I do music. And, you know, I think the word secular means apart from God. I don't think anything I do is apart from God. So I can't say that it's secular, but that's a whole nother thing. Nonetheless, growing up, you know, my parents uh, and my family, you know, it was like, you know, it was, you know, we grew up in a very traditional, like I was, I was referencing the Clark Sisters movie. And you, you know, that Church of God in Christ, Kojic world, we grew up in that, in that, um, they call it holiness, you know, okay. in that, in that sector. And although I believe all of that in terms of our faith, at the same time, I feel like it was a lot of man-made, misguided, you know, rules and uh, traditions that I don't feel apply to me. Um, and, you know, I don't care who thinks otherwise. Nonetheless, I just do what I feel. So if I'm, if I'm, writing songs about worship, I'm going to do those songs. When I'm writing songs about making love, I'm going to do those songs. When I'm writing songs about hanging out with my friends or just enjoying life, then I'm going to do those as well. So to me, it's just like, if I, I can have a conversation about whatever, so I can also sing about whatever. No, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, so, I know there's more comments about how they love your song, Shane Lee. 
saying love song against the world um us oh. against the world beautiful uh, israel t martin is a beast from lakeisha dixon jordan yeah israel so i shouted out israel a record that uh that he's he and i are doing together so uh, israel plays with me but he's a producer as well he's super dope we're doing that song we matter i told you about so i'll be okay. my yeah <sighs> Yay, we need new content. We're running out of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I'm excited about all of this. Um, yeah, it's a, I got, I'm about to flood, flood, flood. It's been a long time, and I've been kind of stockpiling. Now I'm just going to... Oh, yeah. Six yeah. years you've been stockpiling. Absolutely. So, and then Lakeisha also says that you're very passionate, educated men who are consistent in their fight. Absolutely. Blessings. I mean that. And, you know, I also love... because us women, we've been getting these songs that really aren't painting us in the best light. And so sure. I'm loving that you're doing that, you know? And so, yeah. Women are, women are God's greatest, greatest creation. Say That's that again for the people in the back. No, I'm kidding. It's serious business, man. Lord have mercy. Yeah. I love women. <laughs> well, we are pretty awesome. Yeah, I Goodness, I'm like, oh my God. The sun has nothing on y'all. That's just what it is. Oh, what is he, women? You gotta go out and get his album. He's saying all the right notes, literally. He's singing them and saying them, hitting them all. So, oh, and Rhonda Marie is saying, very happy for you, Ian. And then Thank Emmett Sky, love and hearts. That's my brother, Emmett Sky. That's one of my brothers. He's a phenomenal artist. Phenomenal artist. Phenom singing artist or a visual artist? Both, but he's a singer. <laughs> so he's like, um, I'm the R&B brother. He is the, uh, he's like rock soul, you know? He gave me that, um, I can't think of his name now. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, yes, he gave me that Lenny Kravitz vibe or something in that, just because of yeah. his profile picture, and that's me stereotyping, but. He's amazing. He's an amazing singer, amazing guitar player, amazing songwriter. Um, so he's, uh, you know, he's more rock soul. He writes a lot of folk style songs that's just, that has that, that still has that rich soul that we grew up with. Um, and then shout out to my other brother, Eric Ashton. Um, he, uh, he's an artist as well, and he has some new music coming out soon as well. So we just, you know, and look, me, him, and my other brother, we had a group, we were the Spooner Brothers. So we, we, uh, we had a group when we were kids, uh, and we were pretty dope. And I think one of these days, I think I called them last year, like, yo, man, let's just do it. Let's just finally do an album. Cause we never recorded an album together. Let's, let's do one, you know? So who knows? We'll see. Fingers crossed. Cause yeah. I can't even imagine what you guys could end up cooking up. I'm telling you, another level. I'm just telling you, you know, it's another level. So a lot of, you know, we, we, I've, I know I've held back. Mm -hmm. um, I've just allowed life to allow me to hold back creatively, but I'm taking those chains off and I'm just like, you know what? Everybody else, I, I want to, that's why I keep, I keep saying um, I'm giving an offering, you know? So this is, this, my music is an offering to the R&B culture you know, I've listened to so many artists in the past so many years, and a lot of them I really like. A lot of them are putting out some really dope music. So R&B has a lot of really dope artists that's pumping out music right now. But it, for such a long time, R&B was almost out of here to me, you know. So I'm like, you know what? It's partly my fault, right? So I have to contribute as well. I, I need to be one of those contributors. So so many dope R&B artists and singers and songwriters that have it in their heart to make some songs and put them out. They don't know what to do. And they're holding back the culture because they're not putting those songs into the pot. So I'm not going to be a part of that problem. And I appreciate that because we, we need it. 
and um, let's see, I was going to try to show the video promo. Ah, good, I got it to work. Okay, because I was like, it wasn't on your page that I could find very easily. Okay. So the page I could find was Jessica's, but it was showing all the comments at the same time. No, it's all good. It's all good. So I didn't want to like out her comments, whatever they might be, because I don't have I don't have the time to read all of them. Not not saying they're anything, but you know, you never know what people might say. Jess Jess made the video everything, so yeah. she, she really helped me. Uh, she made me look better. Like when I, when I help when people come in, and I'm like I'm always shouting everyone else out because I feel right. like they, you know, be better. So everything um, does right. Perfect. Yeah. Like a good basketball team, and it couldn't win with that with only one good player. So well, I'm gonna try to bring it in. Absolutely. Why is it still showing that one? Okay, hold on. And just for the record, we're gonna be dropping this music video really soon. I'm gonna make an announcement soon, but I can't say the date just yet. Okay. All right. So without further ado, let's get this promo up so everybody can see what we're talking about. Oops, not me. Shout out to Alex from A1 Media. He helped me bring the vision to life. Um, and shout out to Jess for, uh, when we, we casted her, uh, we had just had another debacle with another uh, model who was supposed to play the part. And that didn't work out. But she came, you know, when we found her and it worked out, it was just perfect. So I have no complaints about it. I, I love how it turned out. I love the energy that she and I had together. And um, yeah, so... I'm really excited about all of it. I'm really excited about all the music that I'm about to present to you guys. Like, not as excited as we are. You've already heard it. You already yeah. know where you get. We're like, okay, let's go. I can't <laughs> wait to get the new party on. <laughs> or some more Corona babies might be happening, thanks to Ian. Oh, we all we spread love. You know what I mean? <laughs> so be be very safe when listening to Ian's new music because 
it could lead to some things. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that everybody knows and make sure they know where to follow you and keep up? Um, yeah, just you have uh, the link in there for them to find your music. Listen, guys, follow me at, at Instagram at Ian Vaughn Music. That's I A N V O N Music. S I C. Um, follow me on Facebook. Uh, stream the music. Go on Spotify. Go on iTunes. Go on Google Play, Amazon, and just type in Ian Vaughn, I A N B O N, and just do your research. You'll you'll find some songs that I did some back in the day that you'll love. And um, even if you're just starting out fresh, Us Against the World is out. And if you stay tuned, in the next 30 days, I'm going to be dropping Love and Loss, Episode 1. And it's some amazing songs um, that I wrote and produced with uh, my guy Derek Harvin, um, my boy Franklin, my boy D1. Um, D1 the producer, not D1 the, uh, the rapper. That's my other homie. But, uh, but, Speaking you know, of dropping names, you're like, I have a plethora of people I've worked with. <laughs> I have to specify that, but um, I'm really excited about this music. It's um, I put a lot of work into this music, and I'm, I've literally poured my heart on almost every inch or every measure of every song that's coming out. So I'm I'm just excited for you guys to listen to it, and uh, like even just getting this energy, it's just reinvigorating. So I'll say this one little thing. Sure, sure. I remember these guys' names, but this was cosmic, like. Um, for a few months ago, every week for four weeks before I decided to shoot the video, um, I got an email from four guys from around the globe. One guy was from Australia, one guy was from South Africa, one guy was from Japan, one guy was from Germany. They don't know each other. I don't know them. I've never met them. But they've been fans of me for so for some time. And they just messaged me like, yo, when are you coming out with new music? Each one, and they would all say, this inspired me for this. I, I was going through this, and, uh, you know, this song did this for me. And uh, even my boy Chris, not trying to put you out, Chris hit me the other week like, yo, bro, I never told you this. But, you know, I, I, one of my songs, Take Time Out, inspired him in a way at a time that he was going through some things. That empowers me, and that lifts me, you know, because I, I, I sometimes second-guess whether or not it's even worth it, putting the time and the money and the energy into it. But that's why I do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. that's, it's all love. Yeah, so I'm just looking forward to putting this music out and everyone else um, catching a vibe. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody knows in the link I've put your YouTube channel, your Instagram channel, uh, also another link to find your music as well, Us Against the World, so they can keep up and make sure that they make the video go viral they make yeah. sure they download and play it on spotify not limewire ha, 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 inside joke <laughs> um yeah the young kids are like what's limewire you don't even know it is it's, it's, oh, right now. it's how you got viruses back in the day yeah right, like, go. <laughs> but I'm just so proud of you and I'm excited to hear all of the new music you have coming out. And I'm just curious, is there any, cause you mentioned a lot of males that you're working with. Are there any females that you would ever want to do like a duet with or. So many. Yeah. Um, I really want to do a, a, a record with Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. Uh, do a record with Brandy. Oh, yeah. He's a, I just really love their voices. And honestly, the two more current artists I want to do something with is Snow Allegra and her. So all of these, I mean, I'm, I'm such a fan of all of these guys. So I would love to do a record with any of those guys, but 
look, you know, there, there are so many, there are a lot of female artists that I know of that no one else knows of that I'm definitely going to do some records with soon um, that have incredible voices. And I just want to do collaborative efforts. Like even on this album, the only feature I have on there, it is a major artist. So Saha the Prince, he's um, one of Kanye's artists. Uh, uh, so, well, you know, sidebar. Uh, but he, but Saha ain't on that too. Saha is not on that. Saha is really dope. So um, I did a record with him, but he's a, He's the only feature on the album. Everybody else, I mean, everything else is just all me. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I did. My boy, Sean George, uh, my, one of my producers. So he's he's on my team. We did do a that's on the album. So, um, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a guy who specifically cares specifically about the big name. I care, yeah. I care about the vibe. I care about just dope talent, you know? And because I'm not a quote unquote big name as of that, in that, in that regard, um, that never really mattered to me, as long as you can get the point across. Now, of course, in the business, we're trying to sell records, so we got to do what we got to do. But yeah, it's a numbers game still, too. I get it. Yeah, it's love. No, I appreciate that, because being small myself, that it, I like putting artists that are either up and coming as well on, because, you know, how else are they going to get love? The bigger markets, the bigger stations, they're not going to play every new artist, because sure, sure. they want... Just like everybody else, they need those numbers, but yeah. I love it because I just love, I just, whoever I like listening to is who I want to have on my show just to kind of yeah. expose I, other people to them as well. I tell you, I mean, like, again, you have so many artists like myself who's been doing this music so long. We have people all over the world that's actually checking for us, mm -hmm. you know, so we don't want to neglect those people from getting an opportunity to hear more stories and more, get more information of the artists that they love, right. you know, so that's what it is. Well, thank you again for being my guest. You were completely awesome. And I hope you're still celebrating your birthday and living off of that high. Because you the month. And the I month. can't believe it's your birthday, but we're getting all the presents starting Friday. Come on. Relax. <laughs> oh, wait. You said you might play a little something for us on the way out, too. Oh, okay. You, yeah. said, it on, you, look, you said it off camera, and I, I was like, really? Yeah, I did. And look, my guitar is always close by. So I'll do a little, uh, this is one uh, that's on the album, but you guys will hear that at some point, but it's just a little simple song. In 48 hours, I'm alone. Tea. A little tea. I 